Hey, internets, on this episode of Special Delivery, we talk Walking Dead, we talk more True Detective, and we welcome Don Will, who gives us his opinion on who is the Yellow King. It's another episode of Fan Bros Special Delivery. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome, internets, to another episode of Fan Bros. Yes, the show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. This is your boy, DJ Ben Hameen, on the premiere podcast of Geek Culture, presented by people of color. But this is our special delivery episode where we are coming from outer space, bringing you the latest on TV updates. And tonight, we're going to be talking about The Walking Dead and True Detective. And on the spaceship tonight, we have joining me doing the co-hosting duties, the one and only Kimsonian. Hey, hey, hey. That's it? That's all you got? Hey, hey, hey? Hey, man, it's late on a Sunday night, man. That's all I got. True indeed, true indeed. So, and of course, alongside us for the first time on special delivery, the one and only, I just said one and only, but I guess I'm saying it again. Don, Will, how you doing, sir? I'm good, man. I'm hyped up drinking coffee. It's 2 a.m. for me. Hyped up. All right, all right, all right. So everybody, you know, we like I said before, it's special delivery. So we'll be discussing the Walking Dead and True Detective. Uh, man, let's let's kick it off with the Walking Dead. Let's let's get into that first. You know, it was kind of a big episode. Uh, the character of Abraham was introduced. There was a whole lot of drama with Carl and Michonne. Um, Rick had his moment with the uh, what were they calling him on Talking Dead? Um, what's that other show on AMC? Yeah, the the um. Uh, I'll shoot Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> yes, the Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, Rick, <laughs> Anarchy yeah, yeah, Rick yeah, ran yeah. into the Sons of Anarchy in a yeah, little crossover. It was a crossover episode. It was a totally yeah, a crossover was, episode. Yeah, was oh, are a, you for real? No, I mean, not for real. I was about to say, man, I, I might have to get back on uh, Walking Dead now because of that. Yeah, Don Will is not a Walking Dead uh, fan. He's not up on it. So this will be me and Kim Sonny. Kim, what, what did you think of it? Um, I'm actually, I thought it was actually a little better, um, than, um, than what I expected. I gotta say, they're actually stepping up to the plate, um, with these episodes. This one was particularly riveting, I thought, with, uh, Rick under the bed. I thought that sequence was really great. Mm -hmm. You know, now that we have these separate groups, we're gonna be cutting back and forth with the different stories. So how do you make an interesting episode? And an interesting episode is you gotta keep that tension going. And I think with, uh, you know, Rick in the house alone, mixed with um, Glenn's kind of journey with uh, Abraham and his crew, and then us, you know, big reveal at the end, kind of finding out that these guys are actually a little more important than we thought at first. Uh, you know, I thought, I thought it was a really well-balanced episode. I have to give a shout-out to uh, Seath Mann, who is the director of the episode, who is okay. uh, a man of African-American descent. Uh, a fan NYU bro. Tish grad, yes, fan bro, who's directed The Wire and uh, all sorts of stuff and has been directing TV for over 10 years. And I uh, uh, just wanted to shout that out just in case folks out there didn't know. Nice. Um, you know, that we're everywhere all the time. Uh, but yeah, I it, thought it was a well rounded episode, Ben. What'd you think? I, I think the funny thing is that people are always saying, you know, The Walking Dead's been stepping up, been stepping up, but it's it, it's really been stepping up for a while, and it's still not like a great show, but I still think it's a pretty good show at this point. And I, re I really liked last night's episode, too. I thought the 
like you said, the under the bed sequence when he was fighting off or running from the Sons of Anarchy was definitely well done. Um, as I was watching it, though, it came up that, you know, like, why didn't the dude who got choked out, uh, as always, you know, I have to say spoiler alert for those who aren't, you know, watching this show, but for some reason are listening to the latest episode of Fan Bros. Spoiler alert for Walking Dead last night. Uh, a random Sons of Anarchy red shirt gets choked out and doesn't come back as a zombie. Oh, I, I, actually, I guess he does come back towards the end when that provides a distraction so Rick can run off. Right, and and that was the thing. He left them there so that he could. Yeah. You know, he planted that seed. So, you know, I, I thought that was like a really cool move. Um, you know, you just got to stay on your toes. I did feel like... Uh, when we got into Glenn's sequence a little bit, I did feel like Glenn was acting a little dickish. Um, people just really act like dicks when the zombie <laughs> apocalypse comes through. And I'm like, Carl's been a, a dick. Why, Glenn's why? a dick. I, yeah, I'm just saying. And Carl was a little dick for a minute, and then uh, and then Michonne got got you know put him back in in kind of check. Yep. By sharing her uh you know her struggles and stuff, and it's been interesting to see Michonne more as a one of these malleable characters instead of the badass that she was before. Now we're getting to know her backstory. So um, and yeah, you, you didn't. I I have to say that's another change from the comic. As far as I remember, you she is never really made that she has a son or any type of. She definitely had a boyfriend. That the zombie and the you know her right. two and zombies were right. The two zombies were her her lover and her, his friend, right? So, yeah, that that was yeah. always in the comic, but right. it was never said that she had a son. So that's definitely been a change. So that's interesting too. It make it makes her more human, I would say. And again, she's playing this role for Carl that I think is really interesting as he's getting older. By the way, Carl's voice is like three octaves lower. Oh, yeah, like, easily. I mean, and it definitely changes during scenes. So, it's, like, you know. it's crazy. Like we're seeing him grow <laughs> up and stuff. I'm just like, this is soon this guy. I don't know. But, uh, you know, it's interesting to see uh, Glenn kind of dick out a little bit. And, you know, because I really like Glenn the whole time. But now, you know, he's he's questioning what he has to live for. But he's still holding on to hope and. The introduction of Abraham's crew, I thought, was interesting because it gives a different perspective on the entire show now instead of it just being about survival. Now we're understanding that there's kind of this overall goal that Abraham has to save everybody. Yeah. And and I don't I mean, I know, you know, the comic, so don't spoil it for me because I don't I don't know the comic. But yeah, I think that should really because that's a tough part about this is like with the introduction of Abraham and this whole storyline, it's tough for me to even speak on it because there's massive spoilers that, you know, I think they're pretty much going to stick to. So it, it 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 there's definitely a lot more to the comic book than it is about survival. Right but and right and and I think that in again in the television show you got to kind of strip it down to what makes sense to for good drama and you know so far for whatever it is I you know I like where it's going um what's her name Rosita you know that nice addition to the cast um the the mullet dude the mullet scientist he's you know Eugene uh, Eugene loving yep. his quirkiness you know he's 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 a little crazy which I like Yeah all of them, if they stick to the comic, are definitely great characters. Abraham, Eugene, Rosalita are all oh, definitely Rosalita. awesome characters. So it's going to be great to see them. But, you know, that's I think that's enough for Walking Dead tonight. Yeah. You know, it's a good episode. You know, it's it's tearing its course. I'm not mad at the show. Right. And then we have True Detective, which uh, Don Will is a fan of. You know, after I coming am. on Fan Bros, he became addicted to the show. <coughs> 
So, I, will also, I will also say that I'm going to start back watching Walking Dead after hearing you guys talk about it. Okay. I feel like I've been missing out. Like I, I quit watching after um they they raided the compound and the mayor and all that stuff. I kind of was like, this is ridiculous, and I'm sick of Rick's stuff. I can't oh, deal with Rick anymore. But true. All right. Yeah, yeah but off that, True Detective. What do you think? Man, like every episode just ends amazingly. Like this this episode, I was I was happy to, that they got out of the office for one. Like you know, yep. I, I love the office scenes and I love the uh, flashback and flash forward thing. And I think it's a really I think the narrative is really strong. But it you know like we've seen enough of the backstory to the point now where it makes the the the, the story that's happening right now just that more palpable. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. and then the um the tension between the tension between um Marty. Uh, not Marty, the um, the, uh, Cole and uh, Marty's wife came to a head. Yeah. Just so much happened in this episode. Came to a so head. So much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it that, it didn't. It, it came to just a tip. Interesting choice of words there. You know, I always, I always had the beef that uh, Marty gets all the sex scenes, but then I realized why they were saving it up. Because mm. uh, you know, every time Marty's hanging out, he's at a bar. Some chick rolls up. He's got to be all into it. And, of course, it serves a story, but I'm always like, do I have to spend this time watching dude get his? Meanwhile, Cole is just sleeping with his pictures of, of dead bodies. You know what I mean? But well, then, I mean, you know, that's Cole, you know, that's Cole's life. You know, Cole's that, you know, Cole's about that life. Like he told Marty in this episode, you know, there would be no you without me. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, I mean, it was, it was awesome. And then... <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. I mean, can we really stop and talk about that for a second? Though? My nah, man right. told him there would be no you without me. Like, yeah. oh. Well, and also at that point, they got fame, right? So they're famous now. So, yeah. So this whole thing of them falling apart, it's like, you know, it's like a, a famous group, you know, mm-hmm. that like breaks up after they get really, really famous. But, you know, the, the prize possession is, is definitely – uh, Marty's wife, and you know, Cole. <laughs> Cole got the diamond. He, he got the the golden talisman from Indiana Jones. <laughs> he, he, he left got, the he, he left the stone behind. <laughs> he got the he got the official official you know uh, uh, talisman. But um, he didn't he didn't dodge the boulder though. That's for sure. Yeah, that, that boulder came through. I know it came to him, man. And plus, he was not in his right mind at that point, man. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Interesting, but yeah, Don, keep going, man. I, I I like what you were saying, but like the the Cole sex scene with Marty's wife was just it like it really Cole is a really interesting character in general, but like that scene showed a lot of integrity because like he gave in to it, like and it, it, even when she was like trying to kiss him, he was just sitting there like I'm not gonna do it. like it's almost like that alcoholic trying to like fight that other drink, taking that mm. drink, and then when like he did it. He just got mad immediately, and not like mad, like uh, like like mad, like mad that he couldn't control himself, and mad that she knew he couldn't control himself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like he was like, "Get out, get out, get out!" And like even when he went back to the station to fight homeboy, not to fight him, he was just like, "I'm gonna take this." Not he defended himself, but he's just like, "Yeah, I, I totally deserve this ass kicking I'm about to get." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's full of integrity. The thing about Marty, though, I feel like Marty is just like such a. He's just like a, a loser. Loser. <laughs> he is a loser. Like all waiting to hate on Marty, so, man. We're he's so him. weak. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that we're all like as human beings, we all have things that we give into, and you know what I'm saying? Like you might not want to 
get Crown's fried chicken at 2 a.m., but you might just like, fuck it, I'm going to do it again because I'm used to doing it. Yep. But Marty is just like, he's just destroying his family and his life just because he can't keep his dick in his pants. You know what I'm saying? And like, Oof. it's just, Real he, talk. Yeah. he's in an awful place, like in his head. You can just tell that, you know, he, he looks like he got it all together until he gets home. And that's why he don't want to go home. And like, he was fighting that. He was fighting the urge with the little chick. She was just like sending, I want to do you in the butt. I mean, not do you in the butt. I want you to do me in the butt. <laughs> Oof, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. Yeah. Hey, yo, hey. Yeah. But she's like, she's like asking him for, you know, like, and he, He's fighting it, but he's he not just, fighting it at all. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't fight it. Marty, yeah. Marty, Marty looks for it. You know, that's Marty's problem. Is that Marty? You know, he's out there looking for it. He he doesn't want the normal life. You know, he wants it, but then he wants the normal life to be exactly under his control. You know, Yo. it can't be any way else. You know, it, other people can't have a life in his life. Yeah, you know, but the go ahead. The other thing the episode left me feeling, I didn't mean to cut you off, my bad. No, go ahead. It just left me feeling like like Marty's wife in that interrogation room when she just wouldn't cop that she just she wouldn't cop to the fact that her and um Cole, you know what I'm saying, got got busy or whatever. She was just like, Yeah, I, nothing I don't know. She was just kinda like really sidestepping that whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's women, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but you can't but you can't, that's the thing, it's kind of like, it's not even women in that situation, it's a don't snitch thing, you know, it's like, you yeah. know, she's not being a woman, she's just being, you know, the same thing that they were, like, nah, I'm not telling y'all anything, you right? Know? you know, what I tell you, if I tell you that, that blows your whole case up, then you have a reason why, you know, you then you can go and get at my ex-husband and be like, oh, but your man did your wife, you know, what's up with that, homie, you gonna let him slide on that too? You yeah, know? yeah. Nah, see that that that's her being a gangster. It's you know, funny. That's, it's it's funny that Marty's only the only time he initiates anything. Remember that line where where when he shot the the guy out of principle when he shot um um uh, what's his name Rust um uh, not Rusty um Ledoux uh, Ledoux when he shot Ledoux uh you know he commended him saying uh, I'm glad you committed to something. The only yeah, thing, good, good to see you finally commit something. Right, to you, commit to something. The only time that he really commits to something is to messing up his ideal. Life. This yeah, this life that that he's trying to create. This ideal he's trying to create. Meanwhile, the other you know, Cole's life on the surface is a mess, but he's totally integral in pursuing justice. And so we have these two you know kind of. Mm. opposites going at each other and it's interesting to see um you know how this this whole thing has been playing out which leads me to the million dollar question which is who do we think is the yellow king aha and and i and uh not to cut you off but that's another one is the other question that's been raised on the internet which i think is kind of ludicrous but just to put it out there are cole and marty the same person well, I, n- I, didn't this, see, I didn't see that one. What is this like that? some? Is this like some Fight Club thing? Because Marty has these. I mean, Russ has these lapses where he doesn't where he doesn't sleep, and is he leading this double life? Oh, you talking Yo. about? Oh, all right, interesting. I but enough I people have seen them together, and it, it seems it would seem ludicrous for that. So let's go back to the real one. Who is the Yellow King? So there's a lot of speculation out there. I'm I'm trying to put this out to fan bros. We should have some sort of contest. This is the you know this is the only time that 
this show is turning everybody into a detective. Like everybody thinks, that, you know, we're all reading clues every week trying to figure out who's what and uh, where this is going. And I feel like personally, maybe we should make it a little exciting and wager on it. What do you guys mm. think? I got I I got no money to bet on it, so you know. <laughs> it depends on what we want to wager. Yeah, and, and maybe yeah. also I was just gonna say, um, how would we really know anyway, right? I mean, but, yeah. Uh, but Tough um, one. anyway, I, I don't know. I still think it's the the Reverend, but now that they showed him again, I, and no. you know, they talked about him no. being, it's not him. Nah, it's yeah. not him. It's no, not definitely him. not him. It, maybe it's his brother, the governor. Um, cause I have a feeling this thing smells all the way up to the top of the food chain, but, um, you know, who you knows? don't think it's the big time preacher Tuttle, but Tuttle's dead now. No, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. I thought oh, when yeah. I said the, the reverend, I thought, yeah, I was thinking that it was, it was Tuttle, but yeah, he's dead. And, and, uh, and then they just found this new girl. So, you know, in a way they're dropping hints that it's not Tuttle. Although, although people are saying, Don Will had a theory. Don Will, people. What is your theory? Well, I don't think the Yellow King's been introduced yet. I feel like we're st- we haven't met him yet. I feel like mm. like that character is going to come to light because when the, when he went to the uh, hospital and talked to the little girl and she was talking about um the, the people that terrorized her and the other kids, she was saying how like it's the man with the scar and the big he the giant and she just started screaming. And I mean I don't I, I don't think it's Marty or Cole. Nah. I think that I think that you know like I think that Cole was just Cole thought legit that he had got the kick yellow king he thought that he took him out and when he found out that like you know the case is still open he's just obsessed with it now mm-hmm. Marty can't get his head out of his ass to even do his job for real so it's <laughs> definitely not him like and I feel like none of the other I don't know like I have no idea who it could be and it's just like one of those things where I can't finger any of the other characters for being him at this point nah and uh one thing the creator said that i read in an interview with him is like the first four episodes are one thing then the five and six are another thing and then seven and eight are another thing you know it says like you saw that in the first four episodes are really slow methodical with all the time spent you know in the room and the backstory and the long monologues and then in five and six you know what well, in the four you know you had the shootout and whatnot and the lawn shots. And then in five, you know, you had a lot of crazy directing and a lot, you know, the big thing with Ledoux being shot. And then six was, you know, I mean, obviously all the craziness that went on last night. So seven and eight are going to be probably just full breakneck speed. So, you know, I think you might be right on that one. The, the Yellow King might not even be introduced yet. Yeah, but, you know, the uh, I don't know if I'm moving the conversation here too fast, but like he loaded that that closing scene, checking the gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got hype. <laughs> and uh, one last thing in closing and in the closing scene is you see that uh, Cole never had his taillight fixed from when he threw his ass into the truck. Never had that taillight fixed. Yep. Yeah, wanted, yep. You know, wanted some good memories of you know giving Marty that one. And I feel like, in a sense, that was kind of like a slight foreshadowing because it's like you they just showed the fight, then you see the taillight still broken, then you see like you see like Cole pull up and like, yo, man, we should have a we should have a let me buy you a beer. And Marty's just like, all right, cool, you can do that. Then Cole's like, actually, buy me a beer. And it just it just snaps like mm-hmm. it just it goes a whole other direction with that one comment. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and you could just tell like something is something's gonna happen. I don't know if they're gonna 
looping to where like it's just an actual conversation. But I really feel like the tension has to be, it's it's mounting. No, oh, I mean it's more than mounting. Well, I think that's about it for this episode. Y'all got anything else on it? Now, nah, man, just uh, you know, Fan Bros keeps uh, staying tuned. We got a lot more to cover in these next few weeks. So uh, that's all. That's all I got to say. Um, and hopefully by next next week, I'll be caught up on my House of uh, House of Walking Dead cards or whatever I'm supposed to watch. <laughs> <laughs> one one or both of those shows: House of Cards, The Walking Dead, House of Sons, uh, and cards. <laughs> House of Anarchaic Cards. Yeah. <laughs> um, Right. Shout out to all the fan bros out there. Everybody subscribing on iTunes and SoundCloud. Check out the SoundCloud. I recently reorganized it. It's really nice. Check it. Subscribe on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Like us on Facebook. And thank you for listening to another special delivery of fan bros. And we'll be right back here next week. Peace.